Hey, everybody. This episode is brought to you by our proud title sponsor, NHL Sense Arena, the next generation of off-ice hockey training for players and goalies. Look, we know how much you invest in your children's hockey development, the early mornings, the travel, and let's not forget the expenses of training for hockey camps, private ice time, the general expenses of the season. It's a lot. But wouldn't it be great to bring that on-ice practice experience home that's fun, fits into your schedule, and that's affordable? If you said yes, which I'm sure you did, you've got to check out NHL Sense Arena. It's a top-tier virtual reality training game that brings the on-ice practice experience home so you can practice anytime and anywhere, literally. You can transform any part of your home into a virtual ice rink where you're getting unlimited access to over 100 drills, training plans from top coaches and players, weekly drill challenges, and more that focus on improving hockey sense and physical cognitive skills, starting at just $33 per month. That is a lot cheaper than an hour of ice time. The physical side of hockey gets a lot of attention, but we don't focus enough on the mental side of it. It's something we talk about on this show all the time. NHL Sense Arena provides an immersive solution for players to sharpen those skills when ice time is limited or not affordable and they want to get those extra reps in. So for our listeners, NHL Sense Arena is offering an exclusive $50 off their annual plan all you got to do is head over to their website, hockey.sensorina.com. Again, hockey.sensorina.com and use our code hockey never stops and you'll level up your off-ice training by using NHL Sensorina. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting us and NHL Sensorina. Enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. Hey, what's up, friends? It's Lee. Welcome to this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. Today, we're diving into a great topic you'll love, which is uh, hacks for hockey or hack to hockey. It's really just tips to save money this season. We know with inflation and everything going on in the world right now, you need as much tips as you can to save that cash. Um, and Christy leads this one brilliantly with some uh, tips for you and your family this year to save some uh, hard-earned dollars, right? Uh, and if you're looking to save dollars, I hope you know where I'm going with this one. Uh, make sure to check out HockeyWrapAround.com. Uh, the products on that site are built to save you money, including the flagship product, the Hockey Wraparound, which you put on your ice hockey stick for your little ones who spend a lot of money on sticks to protect it so they can play and practice outside, thus keeping you from destroying your one, two, three hundred fifty dollar sticks, which is amazing. The sticks cost that much, but we're trying to prevent that with the hockey wraparound. So check them out at hockeywraparound.com, 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 and check it out and use the code OKPH for a discount. All right, so check them out uh, and enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. Reminder if you like it, five star review, share it, put it in your team snap, and make sure you tell your friends about it. Uh, uh, we appreciate every single one of you that has supported us thus far. Have a great day and enjoy this episode. Hello, hockey friends and families around the world, and welcome to another edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. I'm Lee Elias, and I'm joined, as always, by my good, wonderful, best hockey parent friends in the universe, Michael Benelli and Christy Casciano Burns. And we have a great topic today. The first episode we ever did of our kids play hockey way back 30,000 years ago before the pandemic or two, <laughs> if you're counting in actual years, uh, we did a show about hockey hacks, right? Mm -hmm. We wanted to start off the show with that, something valuable for the audience. And we realized with everything that's going on in the world, the amount of time that's passed, it's probably a good time to do another hockey hacks episode. So we're going to title this episode from Christy Casciato birds, the genius name hack to hockey play on back to hockey. And we're going to throw the mic right over to her today to go over several tips, tactics, and hacks for you to save this year to make it the most enjoyable, stress-free, namaste moment for you this year. God bless us all. Christy Cashiano Burns, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know, some of your best advice can come from those bleacher brainstorming sessions and just tapping into other veteran parents who've been through it, who've saved money. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Even in the lobby of the rink, you can really just share some tips, observe, and learn. So we're going to share some advice that we've learned along the way. And some of it is through trial and error. Right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> we failed a lot along the way. That was a great response. What are you saying? What are you saying? <clears throat> I'm saying... 
we learn along the way. You know, we're we're not perfect. We've made a lot of mistakes, oh. and hopefully, we can save you from making the same costly mistakes. I don't know. Well, let's start with equipment first of all. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. right now it's time to suit up your kids. Of course, you want to fit them head to toe, making every making sure everything fits right. You can get a lot of really good deals at hockey shops right now because you know where you had to you had to the clearance rack. You use last year's models and equipment and gear they want to get rid of that junk and push all the new expensive stuff so don't be afraid to go over to those sales racks and look and see what you can get you may even want to ask your pro shop sometimes parents will order this high-end gear and then change their minds so they've got this stuff on the shelves you may not know about it ask them about it hey you got any good deals you know is there any i'm looking for you know a new uh, new shoulder pads for my kids because they've outgrown them. What kind of deals can you offer me? And a lot of times they will take the time to, to show you what's a good deal. Um, be careful with skates because kids often fall into that new skate disease. Everybody wants new skates because their best friend has new skates. What my pro shop did when my kids had the new skate disease he would take the inserts out of their skates, put them on the floor, right. have them step on it and say, guess what, kid? You didn't grow out of your skates. You're just itching for a new pair of skates because your best friend has a new pair of skates. So, you know, um, so those are areas where you can say, <clears throat> you know, shin pads, shin, uh, shin pads, uh, uh, shoulder pads, um, Elbows. you know, skates, look for used equipment, yeah. ask parents who have older kids who've already gone through um, a lot of equipment want to get rid of the gear. They don't want to hang in their garage. They want to get rid of it. Ask them if you can swap. Ask them if you can take the hand-me-downs off their hands. They'll love it and your kids will love it too. Be careful with the helmets though. I think we need to talk about this. Um, I never bought a used helmet. I was always spending money on the helmet because I think, you know, you got to protect from a skull fracture. You want to make sure the helmet fits right. I never bought a helmet online. I always went to a shop and had it fitted because the key is a tight fit. You want a tight fit. You don't want it loose. And um, you want to make sure that you check and make sure that it's not expired. You just look on the back of the helmet for the hex sticker because they'll have the date on there. Um, if your kid's helmet is expired, get rid of it. Throw right. it out. Don't keep it. You want to talk about helmets, Mike? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's not, well, to me like that's common sense, right? You don't you don't buy a car seat that's been used. You don't buy, you know, there's certain things you just don't buy used. You don't know what kind of you know condition that helmet was in if it was laying in the car, laying in a like you, you ever you ever like pull out your old ski boots? You know, they're sitting in the in the in the attic for four years, and you're like, oh, I'm going skiing, and then you put your ski boots on, they just explode on you because they're you know, <laughs> they're, you know they're, they're like, oh my god, I can't believe you know I haven't worn these in so long, and, and heat and and cold, and you don't you don't know. Those are the kind of things you don't you can't um, you know, yeah. Because I mean, if you look inside, these are all pads in the helmet. Yeah, and it just and they it, they break down. The foam breaks down. Well, so, now you yeah. should if you, you know, so so going back to the, the beginning there of your. You know, when you go in, I'm a I'm a brick and mortar guy for hockey equipment. I just I just think, you know, getting to know your local shop, it's great to look online and get good deals. And but, you know, when it comes to like fitting and and, and getting hockey equipment, if you're a young player and, uh, and a parent of a young player, I mean, the best thing you could do is get a good relationship with your local pro shop, because most of the time and I, I, I would say 90 percent of the time, they're not trying to upsell you into something you don't need. They just go with the flow of what they. They'll think. do the opposite, actually, Mike. Just to just support your support you here. I've actually had several pro shop guys. Like, you don't need to spend the most money on the most expensive product for this piece of equipment. All right. Right. When you're in when you're in equipment, like you know, you need to have it. Can't it's gotta you know you want to try things on. You want to fit right. these shoulder pads, elbow pads, like because because kids get all crazy. Like I know my kids are like, oh, I don't like the feel of that one. <laughs> I like this one, or you know, this one doesn't feel this feels kind of rough in my elbows, or oh, I like this one. It, it feels like my lacrosse elbow pad, so it's it's more like the other one. So now now you can experiment a little bit with that with the equipment buying helmets yeah. before, and then you know as far as like new versus old. I mean you know. I know this, this might sound a little crazy, but so 
I I email <laughs> this is nuts. So I I actually email the kids like these. I get the emails of all the kids that left programs from the year before of the program I'm going to be in. I'm like, hey, listen, I know you left the program. I know you have brand new you know breezers, brand new helmet, brand new gloves, brand new shells. I said, you you feel like getting rid of it? You know, because I have kids that are going to make my team that could use all that branded yeah. gear. And, and some parents are like, what are you talking about? You're calling, I go, well, what are you going to do with it? Are you just going to sit in your garage and, and, and put it in the, the hall of fame someday? You know, just like, like, especially like, well, it clubs. might be in the hall of fame someday. Right. But I'll, I'll give it back. I'll give it back to you. I just did it for a couple of months. And when it comes to like little kids skates, if your son or daughter is five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, basically when you get a used pair of skates, they're today they're brand new it's not like when certainly when i was growing up i had a pair of like cooper roos if you wore them for you know you know eight months they were no good anymore like you had to get new skates because they just broke down and they they wouldn't yeah. last today's skates they're made so well even the lowest right. skate yeah. in the market is made so well you can just recycle that skate to another another kid it's not like they're you know we'll get into sharpening i guess and hockey hacks later on but you know, it's not like there's no blade on the skates. Today's right. skate and today's eight-year-old to 12-year-old, there's no – listen, I can get – full disclosure, I don't pay for hockey equipment. You know, I just get I, – I work with companies that I can get as much hockey equipment as I want. I, never, mm -hmm. I don't think I've – I don't remember paying for a piece of hockey gear. But Wow. But it, which for me, that's – I'm jealous. I'm getting, <laughs> so is the listening audience. A big chunk of my budget. <laughs> I never pay. I will never pay for hockey gear. No, but I, I get to try out a lot of gear. So I'm always like I'm right. I try in every single glove, every single shoulder pad, every but my kids, I don't I don't think my son had new pair of skates till he's 14 years old. Wow. Because he doesn't need them. And because because why why go through the whole process of you get a used pair of skates? Now, here's the key. Don't buy a used pair of skates online and then go to your local shop and say, hey, can you bake these for free? You know, can you right, help me yeah. fix these? That's, that's I wouldn't bad. do it. I'd be like, you know, get out of my store. That's just bad business. <laughs> yeah, it's just bad business. So I, or, you know, that or like, some, I, like what I do. When, nerve to do that. When people yeah. come to me to do that, I just charge them, you know, I charge them $40. So I'm like, well, <laughs> you would have you, you you saved, you would have actually bought the skates cheaper if you would have just bought them from me. So, yeah. That's, but that, that's like for me, like, with, like just skates. Just get a used pair. They're, they're, there's no break-in period anymore. Like this whole thing that, oh, my God, I got to break. Like back in the day, you had to break skates in. You had yeah, to and it, wear it hurt. Like, it hurt. It hurt a it, lot. Yeah. And gloves, too. I mean, players yeah. literally put gloves on, and they're and they're brand new. Like right. it's like you put a pair of gloves on. It's like I, these things like I feel like I've been wearing these for three years. So right. this, this whole – and I think that's where new hockey – parents of new hockey players that played hockey – maybe don't even understand that. Like, right. like, cause they're still wearing their, you know, Bauer 100s, you know, you know, from 19, you know, 78. So I think <laughs> it's a matter of, you know, which is, which is okay. But, and those are yeah. great skates, by the way, but yeah. I, think it's, I think it's just, just have the ability to know that buying and getting used gear at the youth level, it doesn't stink. It's not broken in. It's probably not ripped up. Most of the time they're new parents. So they've keeping, you know, they're keeping the stuff in good shape, you know, like, you know, putting stuff in the wash and cleaning them. Yeah. So that's, that that's a huge bargain. There's no, you know, and not to, not to take away sales, but because, because some kids just like a certain shin pad and like a certain elbow pad. But if you're just going at like, you know, I'll give you one example. So in the NHL, they have a learn to play program. So you, you go into the learn to play program, you get, you get, you get a, a little piece of paper from pure hockey and you go in, you get everything head to toe. Right now. The, the, the thing is, though, they don't follow you for the rest of your career, right? They don't say, oh, this is this is free hockey gear for life. This is free right. hockey gear to rope you in. Now you're stuck. Now you go, oh, my God, my kid likes hockey now. He loves it. He want, Or she loves it and you want to get more stuff. So now my recommendation from the equipment side is now you just piece by piece. Right. Now you get a pair of shins. Yeah. Now you get the el like, uh, elbow guard. Elbow pads fitted properly should last you like two to three seasons. Right. So, right. You know, so if I, and, it, and a good like and a good quality helmet, a quality helmet, like a, like spending the money like you should on a helmet. You know, talk to any doctor that that uh, any pediatrician. They probably say the one thing I would never ever do that we all did was like go out without a helmet. Right. right? right. There's just no reason for it. If I can, right. real quick, and this is kind of like my golden rule. I get asked about equipment all the time from my friends, from other parents. 
This is what I always say. And I'm going to use the word don't go cheap. Cheap does not also mean buy the most expensive, but never go cheap on your helmet. This is from Adams to adult hockey. Never go cheap on your helmet and don't go too cheap on your skates. Again, I'm not saying buy the most expensive skates. I'm saying get a quality skate and a quality helmet. The rest of the stuff is important, but not as important as those two things. Sticks, gloves, shoulder pads, elbow pads, shin pads, and pants. Well, if you're, if you're a goalie, player makes you're, those things. If you're a goalie, get a good toolbox. But other than that, right. great. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm speaking about skaters for sure. Yeah, absolutely right. I'm not trying to forget the goalies. But look, my son is still in his his learn to play skates, and he's fine. Oh, All right, oh, and wow. and his helmet, oh, right, which we're going to upgrade. But as Mike said, when he needed better shin pads, we got him. We we needed new gloves, yeah. we got him. Uh, right. But I'm going to say it again. I always get asked, oh, what, do I have to get the most expensive skates? Get the skate, whether you buy it or get it used, that feels right on your foot. It's not about right. the money with your skate. Your stick, I'll tell you right now, at the youth, youth, youth hockey levels, 15 down, the player makes the stick. You do not need a $300 Bauer stick with a hole in it. Okay. When you, when you get to a higher level, I do understand how that matters. Right. right? But you, yeah. you just don't need to be spending a ridiculous amount of money on hockey equipment at, at the right. might bantam down level. So she might squirt and, down. Right. And don't be afraid to tap your rink too. Cause a lot of times at the end of the year, they'll have parents, you know, donate the gear that they don't want anymore and they'll have perhaps stockpiles at the beginning of the season of really good used gear that you can right. pick through and have your kids try it on see what fits comfortably <laughs> and also you may want to switch brands I mean, Sophia always had trouble with her elbow pads there were certain like CCM she couldn't wear those so she'd have to go to maybe the warrior brand yeah, fine with fits. sometimes yeah. it's not the size it's just the, the brand, right. it can make a difference too. You got to put on what feels good for your body. Right. It's, it's different yeah. for everybody. And Christy, I always yeah. tell parents too, remember Sidney Crosby, <clears throat> he's a pretty good player, has been wearing the same cup his entire career. Take that with what you will. There's other guys who have been wearing the same shoulder pads. that are Brandon, Brandon Shanahan, right? For some of you guys that are a little older out there, wore the same shoulder pads his entire NHL career. Okay? So, so they can do it. <laughs> We can do it outside the growth, the growth uh, aspect. Yeah, the growth first. Yeah, You'd, and do watch for that too, because you certainly don't want equipment to be too small. You want to make sure the pants go be below the knee. Always right. watch because your kids do have growth spurts during the season. You may not even notice. The coach will notice it, but always pay attention to that. Um, I thought we could kind of move on to travel expenses. I was so excited last night. I paid three ninety nine a gallon for gas, <laughs> and I thought, "How sad is it that I'm jumping for joy because the price finally dropped below four dollars a gallon?" So it's going to be an expensive travel season for everybody. Food costs are up, hotel costs are up, gas is up. So we got to look at ways to save when you're on the road and during the season. Um, I did download the gas apps, which are very helpful. Um, I recently traveled out of town and found some pretty good deals through my, you know, I'll, I'll throw it out there. It was gasbuddy.com. It was great. It steered me to a gas station. Did you just give a free company. endorsement without permission? That's unbelievable. No, I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> That's all. This whole that show is one big out. free endorsement. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, you know, lean on those apps. They're very helpful. <laughs> You're laughing at me. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Um, also, I've, I've been buying in bulk now. I've been going to my, and I won't give the store brands, but Costco BJ's. Okay, so <laughs> I'll, I'll hit those stores and I'll buy water and sports drinks right. and cereal, um, protein bars, all kinds of stuff that'll get you through the season. Buying in bulk is so helpful because um, getting those snacks made ahead of time, having the water bottles ahead of time, having right. the sports drinks where you don't have to spend money when you're at the rink um, and have them handy for you at the hotels in your car is going to save you a lot of money. Yeah. Economy um, of scale, man. It, it works every time. Any financial manager will tell you that. Mm -hmm. But it is going to be an expensive year. You're, you're absolutely yeah. right. And when your team is booking a hotel, see if you can make sure that they offer free breakfast 
that was always helpful to us. Um, even if you have games before the time that the hotel served the breakfast, you could ask them ahead of time if you can grab some stuff to go. They're right. really good about that. Or your game might be over. Bring the kids back to the hotel. Breakfast is still going on at 10, 11 o'clock. Um, line them up and feed them. That's one less meal that you I, have to worry about. I got to say this too. You also get the kind of enjoyment. I don't know if enjoyment is the right word of the couple that just happens to be at the hotel that night and they come out for their breakfast and they, they see the entire team and they just have that look of like, there's no eggs left. What are we going to do? <laughs> or the do? kids are making their own waffles. Right. It's not right. Or they, <laughs> the kid walks out with nine waffles and I just wanted one of those, you know, like, what is this team doing here? You know, but I, I always kind of find that moment funny and and to so be fair most yeah, you couldn't find those funny moments yeah go out um, to ihop if you don't like it just <laughs> also see if your team um can book a community room too mm. super helpful because when kids are playing tournaments they're tired you know the best time that they have is just hanging around with each other i always found it um frustrating when teams over scheduled the kids oh you know we're going out of town we're gonna do this amusement park, we're going to go to the movies, we're going to, you know, take the kids to putt-putt golf. They pack so many activities in the tournament. The kids are exhausted. They have more fun just hanging out with each other and, you know, swimming in the pool than packing so much in. And it's expensive, you know. Um, so that's another uh, uh, little tip that I I would like to pass along to for teams. You yeah. know, don't overschedule the kids. This is what uh, team one managers... Event is usually enough. Yeah, I would say this is where good team managers come in, right? That yeah. they can kind of know how to plan a weekend, and there needs to be downtime. Uh, we actually just we got yes. an email recently that you guys saw from a from a parent saying that you know my kids are exhausted after they get past the first game yeah. because they're doing stuff. And look, our advice back was you know especially for the younger kids, let them have fun because that's what this time of their life is all about. You want to make sure that they can have fun, but. Yeah, you can plan time, plan team meals, plan a, a hey, we're going to get together in this room or this area and watch a movie. I mean, you can, right. you can plan things that are kind of tricks, hack, hacks to getting them to sit down. And it eliminates the, can we go out to this really expensive restaurant? Yes. Uh, you know, so I, I think yeah. you're saying it, planning can save a lot of money. Planning can save a lot of money. And designating a parent, if you, you know, if, you, if you're really set on doing what, say, let's say, oh, we want to do a putt-putt golf because we hear it's really fun in this town and they've got a great course we want the kids to enjoy. Have a parent call ahead and see if you can work a deal with them too. A lot of times they'll give team discounts, which is fabulous. Yeah, um, as they should. Yeah. So have one parent reach out and plan an activity if that's something that you want to do. But again, they have more fun just hanging out in the hotel and swimming in the pool, honestly. Um, the community room is also good to do potluck suppers. So if everybody brings um, a dish to pass, you can have a great meal, <clears throat> lots of great variety. Or if you want to do like pizza and wings, everybody pitches in mm -hmm. and orders from one restaurant. Um, it's much more affordable that way and, and a really fun night. So and bring your own drinks, bring your coolers. It'll save you a lot of money as well. It's also great to get to know the other parents on the team. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. You, we you're, should have been fun too. Friends for a lifetime. Oh, yeah. totally. I love the potluck idea. I, I actually don't think that that happens enough anymore. Um, you know, especially uh, you know, like if you have a multicultural team, I highly suggest that uh, for multiple reasons. But yeah, no, these are great tips to to save a yeah. lot of money. Uh, and, and again, right. look, I want to reiterate what you said with inflation, where it's at. Um, I, 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 yeah, I'm not sure people are really realizing like, oh, it's just another hockey. You know, you're looking at thousands of more dollars yeah. here, um, just, just on that alone. So these, these yeah. tips are fantastic. Right. Hotel costs have gone up. Oh, it's ridiculous. I booked a hotel for Sophia's, uh, one of Sophia's, uh, hockey games. And I was shocked Yeah. Uh, because I didn't book ahead of time how much the price had jumped at the same hotel. Um, so it's really going to kind of eat my budget quite a bit this year yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think i think yeah. a lot of the suggestions you're making too you're saving money but you're also it's it's a better team building environment i mean right. you, just, you just hit the you know if you're going to do a, a meal between tournament games and you have one parent assigned to bring you know a couple of beanbag toss games you know low low you know impact type of things yeah. they can do where they could just kind of you know shuffleboard type stuff you mm -hmm. know because so many like every there's so many products out there that are just like fold up sit in the back of your car and you can take them mm -hmm. out and use them you know, I probably wouldn't play spike ball or something like that in between games, right. but 
but you can, but there's so many like low impact things. Mm -hmm. You can even just a game of catch and Frisbee, like the kids right. can play for hours and hours and hours. And I think the, the other idea of, you know, I, 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 I personally love when teams get together in community rooms or a different area of the hotel, mm -hmm. because, you know, you, you think you're doing team building exercises at restaurants, but you're really not. Cause the kids are, no. they're all separated anyway. Like right. yeah. most of the time, like you sit next to the one parent, you know, anyway, you don't really get to know other parents cause you're sitting in a, you know, a, a 50 foot long restaurant table and you're telling the kids. That's, to shut up every five that's minutes. right. But I think, so it, you know, this way right. you, you have a, just a better environment so the kids can run around. Nobody's embarrassed by the kids doing anything. And like, Hey, let's, let's just relax, have fun. And, and, yeah. and then, and there's nobody stuck with the bill, you know, cause it's always, it's always the one parent, right? Like, Oh, don't worry. I'll collect. And, and then they're like, well, I, I somehow I'm short $380. Why? <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it's just an awkward situation. So I agree, yeah. especially in today, we talked about this in other episodes too, about, you know, just being conscious of the fact that not every parent is going to have an extra $150 for a Saturday night meal. And, right. and they won't say anything either. And they won't say anything. They'll yeah. Understandably, or, understandably. Yeah. Won't say and, yeah. And yeah. they don't need to say anything actually. So right. you know, make it, make it easy for uh, everybody to be an inclusive. And if you have some, some parents that want to go over the top, tell them, yeah, if you want to, if you want to help and fund more stuff here at this potluck, great. We love that. We love that idea. Plus team building. Right. You can have the kids clean up. Everything. <laughs> well, you know, I actually uh, uh, two years ago we had a tournament where the where the the parent it was great. The parents like, well, I'm I'm buying, but the kids are serving, and I was that's like, right. okay, that's yeah. cool. Kids serve first, and then they. they hey, uh, I'm going to say this again, Christy. You just kind of said like, good luck with that, and, and I get it. I do, but I'll tell you what, I I encourage this type of behavior. It's never too young to start teaching these kids a little bit of responsibility. Clean up the locker room. You know, yeah. the things you do when no one's looking and you're not on the ice make you better on the ice, right? Mm -hmm. So so I, I'm a stickler on that kind of stuff. I don't always win that battle, to your point, <laughs> but yeah. I no. try. Boy, you know, you're so right. We really need to do more of that because um, we don't. And as yeah. parents, we are, we're always like, oh, well, I'll get it. Don't worry about it. I'd rather do it myself. No, make the kids do it. Like, it'll we, be done right. We complain <laughs> about kids not having manners, but I'm like, well, did anybody yeah. teach them manners? <laughs> because I'll tell yeah. you what, I was taught I was taught manners by my mom and my dad, and I got punished if I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those little things. But I'm just saying that, yeah, yeah. Like right. Mike's making a great point. We're, st we're talking about ho hockey hacks. You can save money and build a better hockey team. <laughs> there you go. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So the traveling options, not obligations is, um, is always a good rule when you're out of town and also bring along your, your blender because my kids loved protein shakes before great or suggestion. after a game. Yeah. Great so, suggestion. And you can make those pretty easily. Just, you know, go to a grocery store, load up on the fruits, the veggies, and you can make your own protein shakes. It, it um, is. Every it Every is, hotel is a small refrigerator microwave. So, yeah, you can get by with that. It is more affordable mm -hmm. and healthier than whatever's in the bag you're going to grab real quick. Yeah. Right. right? And, and, and I, as a coach, I am, that's another thing I'm a stickler on. Like, like I know, I understand that when the kids I want a snack and you just got to get it quick, you're going to grab what's around. Christy's making a great point. Get some fruit, get a blender, and you got a snack. And it's way Easy better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other topic I thought we could address, I made a note here, ah, sponsors. You know, I think companies are getting more generous with sponsoring local organizations. Um, I even found a couple of companies that actually have it in their budget to donate to local organizations. And it's whoever asks first that mm. gets that little piece of the pie. So don't be shy about that. Some of your major corporations are very eager to help out youth hockey. Um, so you just got to um, ask and you'll be surprised what you receive. Yeah, absolutely. I, I asking for sponsorships. Some uh, some organizations allow for fundraising uh, and you can get creative with that. Uh, you know, so look, there are ways to supplement the money. And again, Christy, I mean, I'm going to do the Oliver twist. Like, please, Sam, I have some more. But, but <laughs> we're in a time where you actually have a really great kind of like, like, hey, things are really expensive and our kids need to play hockey. Can I please have some money for the season? Like you'd be surprised. Any all of our English listeners, I apologize. Um, <laughs> but but seriously, like you're making a great point. You actually have the, the you have the kind of I don't want to say say all, but you have the the script right there, right? Things are more expensive than ever right now. Can you help yeah. us out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, any other ideas, Mike, for that as far as supplementing the budget? Mike's got one of those looks on his face right now for I the, list, for the listening like, audience. That's right to check. <laughs> the gears are turning 
in my family's mind right now. Not playing so much hockey. My God, like you know, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not a fan. Listen, I, I will I will go on the record that I am I, I am a not a fan of fundraising for hockey. I just I'm just not. It's just it's just you're you're literally. I don't know. You're asking for money from people for something that you don't need money for. Because if you can, if you can, <laughs> there's other ways to not spend money. But I, but I do agree with like sponsorship in a way where if you just went to whatever that local business was and said, "Listen, yeah. I'm going to pool all our parents and we're all buying our oil from you." Yeah, I think it's great. Like let's right. get a little kickback or hey, right. go to the local pro shop and said, if we could get all our kids to buy all our tape from you, Great what idea. kind of bulk discount would you give us? Like, right. like that's where I would spend my money. I, I'm just like, I see these fundraisers all the time. Like my kids got to go to a weekend in Toronto. Can you help them raise some money? I'm like, go ask your own family for that money. I'm not paying you for that money. Like that's <laughs> like, to me, that's just, a, that's just an extra that you don't need because you're, you're forcing it on, you know, people. And I do agree with you. People are like, you know, if you want to give money, give it to ice hockey in Harlem, give it to ice hockey in Norwalk, give it to, you know, what the Schneider school, uh, you know, give it to those places. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to raise money as a hockey team, raise it for kids that actually need the money. But yeah. for me, if you want to save money then be like, like you said, Chrissy, be, be creative, be in a place yeah. where, you know, the local deli say, Hey, guess what? Every Saturday, our kids are coming here for breakfast. Can you give right. us a deal? Cause we want to do fantastic idea. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I would do, but I, yeah. I, I just, I get a little sensitive with, um, you know, when you're when you're spending when you when you see a kid come in i and it's probably because of my background right i was like an admissions director for a long time and people would ask for the first thing i would get is like financial aid you know requests well what about the financial aid package oh well i, I put it in your the trunk of your uh your you know s series mercedes i i i you know, <laughs> so, so i just i just i just i just get a little like i'm like well what, what who who need who do you need the financial aid? like what do you how you how could you even ask for that and right. I, I, looked at, I looked at the same way for hockey players i'm like wait a minute you're asking for me to give you money for your your you know trip to europe when you know why like, you have plenty you know you can, you can you can afford it stop so right. just put your money somewhere else but i do love the fact that Go to local places, yeah. go to your local Cracker Barrel, go to your local Subway, mm-hmm. go in and and be, uh, and, and your organizations actually should be doing this anyway, where mm-hmm. I've seen tons of organizations at every sport, you know, come up with those like discount cards. They used to have, they used to be really big. I don't know what ever happened to, to why they don't succeed, maybe because of online, but. And the internet. You know, yeah, you know, whatever but yeah. you just go maybe, maybe i'm dating myself like i might you know a phone book sale over here but i think it's uh but i think it's like one of those things where you know if you can if you can leverage the the, the community you're in and show that you're pay, you're going to patronage the, the, that right. community i, I mm-hmm. i'm i'll be the first one to say yeah let me help right. these kids out this is unbelievable right. I just want to give a quick shout out to the Girl Scouts of America while Mike's on this topic. Uh, I'm a thin mint snob. Find me. I will buy them. Thin, thin mint. That thin is the fundraising that I'm I'm into. No, Mike, you're great, making great points. Uh, I, I would say this. Anytime you're looking to get sponsored or raise dollars, make sure you're looking at how it's being done, right? Because you're right. It's not about just trying to kind of throw money out to get money. It's it's it, is it does it make sense, right? I think that's a great add on to this tip. Um, but yeah, great. It's again, Christy, it's another great yeah. one. And Mike, the yeah. suggestion to go to your pro shop and go to the local restaurants. I think that's brilliant. I think it's right. brilliant. It's a no brainer for those businesses. Yeah. We did a restaurant takeover one night where, you know, our kids yeah. went in and they bus tables and they, you know, set people and the restaurant gave us 10% of the proceeds that night. We packed the place. That's awesome. Families coming. So that was a night we didn't have to cook either. Which yeah. I think those kind of I think those kind of nights are awesome because everybody it's wins off all the boxes. It's it's checking yeah. off team building. It's checking off yeah. community relations. It's kicking yeah. off you know the, the the getting out and not cooking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. there's so many great <laughs> opportunities there. And I think one of the one of the things I want to add too is you know this is and we've talked about this a little bit before, but maybe we didn't dig into it enough that you know you know really put a survey out to your organization and your team and find out what those parents do and help them. Like if you have a if you have a parent that's a landscaper and right. you don't have a landscaper and you need a landscaper or you have somebody that mows lawns or like get give the business to the people that you know that you're taking business away from because you're going to Toronto every weekend. Another great so, point. You know, like say like to me like I don't even understand how people do it. I'm like how I, I drove down to a, uh, an organization I was speaking to uh, recently and I'm driving down the highway and and the and a lot of the kids in these in this area come up to go to another organization and play. And I'm looking at the traffic, like 
like literally this cars are stopped. I'm going, how does do, how do people do this? Like how do people, you know, give up five hours of their night to go to hockey practice when they could be in hockey practice down the street, but knowing that and you're in on your team, find out what different people do. You, know, does, yeah. you don't have to tell people, I guess if you don't want to, but if you, if you're, if you're somebody that bedazzles jeans, let them know that and then go to them and get your jeans bedazzled. I mean, I think it's just a, I think it's just a way to incorporate your families into what you do. And I think it's, that, I don't know. That's what you pulled out of yeah. that bag yep. was bedazzling was, you know, jeans. Well, I need, I'm a, big, I'm a big bedazzled jean guy. So I think it's just like. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> that's what he, that's what he picked when he put his head in the bag. That's, I couldn't his, think that's anything. his secret life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have my, I have a. Nelly's bedazzles. You guys I mean, see all the diamonds I have. All the, all the diamonds itself. here. I have, <laughs> I, I have some figure skates I need to be dazzled. I'm going to bring them to you. Bring but, them on, um, bring we, had our, bring we had our driveway sealed last summer by a hockey dad. His company seals go. driveways. Um, our team dinners were held um, at a restaurant owned by a parent. Um, fantastic. You know, and of course, you know, he gave us a deal and we continue to patronize him. You know, we'll have dinner there every couple of weeks. You know, so yeah, support each other. Each other's yeah. business cards, um, and, right? Because uh, you all know, how, you all know how much you're spending. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. How are you affording that trip up to Toronto? Well, good thing you've asked. How's your driveway looking? <laughs> it looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah. You did a great job. I keep putting my kids on the team with the team mom that keeps organizing these things. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything? I'm trying to think if there's anything we haven't covered. Um, well, team. Well, so just all, all real, yeah. all real quick stuff. I, I love to say a couple of things, Lee. And I'll, I'll and you got and you because it, it's Please. on the top of my mind here. And I, do I think I don't, I don't want to say these are outside the box type of things, but but sometimes they are because I think people look at you like I, I I don't know how you're doing the math there, but it works. Trust me. If you're going on a road trip and you really want to have a team building exercise, go rent a bus. And and I'm telling you right now, look at the price of what that bus costs for your 18 kids and parents. And it's cheaper. It's cheaper than every person getting in their Tahoe, putting gas in the car and going to Rochester and back. It's the coolest thing for the kids. It's really only costing like each parent 25 bucks or whatever, 30 bucks. And guess what? If they want to booze on the bus, they could go crazy. And, and, and the kids could be in the back. You're talking about the parents, just to be clear. Everybody well, it depends on what age you're growing. If you're with 14, He's talking about the parents, just to be clear. So you're, you're telling me it's cheaper to get a bus? No doubt about it. Do the math. Really? I'm telling you right He's now, right. do the math. He's and it's correct. And it's, wow. And, yeah. you know, I'm not talking. I mean, you could get a bus. You could get a bus trip for, like, almost six, 700 bucks. He's not right. talking about a school bus, bus either. Yeah. He's talking about no, a coach like, bus. Nice you can get a nice coach, coach bus. The kids, yeah. the kids get to put their bags in the bottom oh of the my bus. Gosh. And they get to go there. You know, you teach the kids some etiquette. Like, you don't go to the bathroom on the bus. Uh, you don't bring, like, don't bring any fish on the bus. Things like that. Like, like you start teaching them, like, what, like, and, and, and they almost feel and, and the reason it came up to, for me when, when my son was younger was he was always around me with all the teams I worked with. And and when he first became a hockey player, he's like, OK, where, when are we meeting the bus? I'm like, I don't mean the bus. You're going to sit in the back of the car for the next three hours. I'm driving. You know, put your headphones on, kid. And I think because the normal thing is like, oh, I'm on a team. Don't we take the bus? Yeah. Like like for a six year old or seven year old, I think that's like they think that's normal. So but you can make it normal. You can make it fun. And if you're really a smart organization, you're going to find like here. So you find the places that have buses. If you have a local professional baseball team that has a bus, you go to them and say, hey, you know what? Your bus is not being used in the off season. Or guess what? That bus is costing you a lot of money. Can we rent your bus right. for our team to go at maybe two teams? If you have your your 12U team and your 10U team going to the same place now, because those buses, you could hold 60 kids on those buses. Easy. Mike, and you're so making they, a great point. It's just really cool. Just really wow. cool things you can do that that yeah. would be like cost effective, team building, really cool, and you can and you build like this sense of community. And let me tell you something: you want to intimidate another team, show up on a bus. You know, you know, show up to the game, show up to the eight o'clock game in right. East New Jersey on a bus. What do you do? We're making it look mean. No, but yeah, right. I, I'll tell you, Mike, to your point, like, just I never think about thought this. of that. That's a fantastic tip. We That's have a great. tournament in, in York uh, this year, in York, Pennsylvania, and everything is in one spot, the hotel and the rink and even some of the fun stuff yeah. are all within walking distance. And I know for a fact that at least two of our teams are going. 
So like this makes total sense. We could get both teams on the bus. Mm. We could cater the food. We don't, we don't ever have to leave the, the area, the compound, I'll call it. Right. I'm getting two teams together now, which is important. By the way, just quick side note. I have started doing off ice again with my son's might team and the other might team jumped in. And I'm so proud of that because it should be all of them working together, not separately. That's a yep. totally another episode I'll have later. I just had to say that to you guys. Yep. But yeah, like you're right. I'm, I'm going to propose that, Mike. That's a great suggestion. Wow. That to the team. It's fun. And I'll tell you right now, the yeah. parents, I mean, you know, you all your parents that will drive because you're always going to have the parents that are going to drive anyway. So good. The stress relief. The stress relief is insane. They could be the shuttlers, though. If you have somebody that's going, you can say, "Okay, you're the guy. You're 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 going. That's great because in 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 case we need to, you know, run around for something. But if you're going to be all in the same complex, if you're going to a tournament, if you're going to the the hotel, the rink, the restaurant, make it easy. Make the stress relief of just not having to drive alone. I regret I didn't put this in my USA Hockey magazine article this month. Well, you got to talk to the right people. You you put it in our kids play hockey. Yeah, no, it's a, you put it in this, right, in this it'll be in next month. Yeah. By That's the way, this good. episode That's is great. based off of an article that Christy wrote. So make sure that when you get your USA hockey magazines, you take a look for our hockey mom, Christy Cashano Burns, every single edition. She's in there. There's also a wonderful cartoon and tips for life by Christy Cashano Burns. Yes, thank magazine. you. No problem. That's that's my that was my promotional voice. Yay! Uh, um, I, I, I'll do one for Benelli's Bedazzles later. And I I think back yeah. of all the years and how that would have just really bonded the kids it would have been so fun and it would have made them feel like really classy, you know, yeah. showing up at a rink in a bus, getting off. All- That's oh what pro God. teams do. We missed some opportunities. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Mike, about what you just said. My, my quick suggestion was going to be like carpooling, but you've just completely trumped yeah. that in the best possible way. He trumped it. He trumped right. it. The ultimate carpool. The ultimate carpool. Yeah, yeah, it is. And and you're right, man. The kids, man, you, you want to see them have smiles on their face. Also, you know, if they're acting up, it's just sit down. That's all you got to say. You don't have to you look in the back the bu- of the car. You just tell the bus driver. I'm driving. I'm driving. Bus- when I'm driving, I can't look back there. Don't you understand that? Right. Bus drivers are good at that. They know how to shut kids yeah. up. So just tell them. Just sit there and, you know, or, or the parents getting a little rowdy. But I think it's just, I don't know. It's a cool, it's a cool fun little thing to do. Now, don't go extreme. Don't tell the kids they got to be in suits and ties. And right. But just, you know, just have I some thought fun. you love matching team warm-ups, hats, pants, underwear. It's the whole purpose of the <laughs> hockey pack, I guess. You know, yeah. Get yeah. the bus and save a lot of money, but then do a fundraiser to get sweatsuits. No, I love it. <laughs> um, well, we will talk about carpooling because I did save a lot of money over the years. Um, I had a travel buddy and we would, because uh, my husband would have to take my son to his games and I would take my daughter to her games. And oh. I didn't like traveling alone. So I would always share, you know, I would take my SUV one weekend. She would take hers. Our daughters would travel together and it was great because we would talk about, you know, all the girly girl things and the kids in the being in the back entertaining themselves. And then we would share the room. We'd split the cost. Uh, it was much more affordable, split the gas. So that is another option, too, if you can find a travel buddy. It, yeah, yeah, make always. sure your kids are on the same line <laughs> instead, instead of not, you know, that person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> an awkward ride home when your kid doesn't play at all for the whole weekend tournament. And you're driving home with your buddy. But but again, no, I think that's great. I mean, well, carpooling like to me, it just makes sense, right? It's just like yeah. you know. And again, if you're if you're if the whole idea is that you're that you want your kids to interact and and you know maybe tell them to put the phones down and have a conversation and maybe you can stem. But it's it's a really good way to like have other things, other dynamics going on yeah. side of just you know you put your head down, going you know yeah. driving three hours. Yeah. What yeah. one more just hack for me. Uh, this is kind of a two part prong one and then, and then we'll be through this uh, wonderful episode is uh, uh, look, the holidays are coming up. There are companies that do amazing sales at the holidays. It, it typically is one of the best times to pick up equipment because you can get really good deals and really good discounts. Um, the other side of that is when the new equipment comes out, which is right around, you know, September, October, last year's equipment drops in price pretty heavy. And, and, and parents, I'm going to tell you this, there's not much difference from last year's gear to this year. There are times where there's a significant advancement in equipment. Like when, when we went from two piece or wooden sticks to full composite, that was a bit of a jump, right? In price and in, in, in quality. Uh, but when Bauer, CCM, any of the companies release their new stick, I know there's advancements. It's not $150 a stick worth of advancements. And I, I that's no offense to the stick companies, right? So just be conscious when you're buying it. Um, the, 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 the equipment companies have done a fantastic job of 
<clears throat> you know, reinventing themselves year after year of the new shiny thing. And when I was growing up and Mike was growing up, Christy, your kids growing up, man, it was a 50-30 Sherwood wooden stick and it had Paul Coffey's name on it. That's what we all played with. There was no flashy new stick. So just don't, you know, allow the kids to, to dive into that as a way to get you to spend more money. In fact, in my opinion, this is I this is my opinion. You do them a service by doing the opposite of you. You get what you get. You don't get upset. You know, the stick doesn't make the player. The player makes the stick. Right. I think that's really important. Mike, I did want to throw it back to you just real quick for any goalie tips, because we are talking about skaters mostly, uh, especially with equipment. Did you have any just tips for goalies? Yeah, I mean, well, it's the same. So I work with a lot of goaltenders now on just making sure that they have, you know, not only the proper equipment, because now they've all outgrown their stuff, but these kids always want to upgrade things. You don't have to get like I think what happens with goaltenders, too, is they there. It's the same thing. Like if you don't go into like a goalie shop and because the gloves are so different, like when you see the kids that get gloves and you don't need the high end stick, you need just you need a paddle that works. And basically what I you know, and then you want to make sure, again, you're fitting your kids. I'd rather see a kid fitted with used gear than new gear that's too big. Cause you want them to grow into it or her to grow into yeah, it. Right. So right, just right. find the, find the used gear that fits well. Cause that's going to be where your development mm-hmm. happens. Then try to get something that's really nice and new that you say, oh, please just, if you can wear it for three years, it's going to help me out. I said, well, you, yeah. the kids not going to be playing in three years. Cause they're going to be cut from every team they play on. So just, right. just be, just being, you know, cause you're not, you, know, you can't get better. If you're, you're playing, like I remember, I remember growing up, like my father, I'd have to wear like, uh, like heavier wool socks and certain times at the beginning of the year. And I, I'd, I'd slowly work into, you know, regular socks and then no socks. Cause you know, he wanted me to fit my, cause I got skates that were too big at the beginning of the year. So I could grow into them. I'm like, but that just doesn't work. I mean, I mean, this is crazy. Like, right. just like, you know, so, so just, it's just the same thing as goalie gear. Just be careful of it. And then I think to Christie's point at the beginning, don't go buy and, you know, use goalie helmets. You'd rather get a, a, an unflashy or good helmet than right. a really flashy, <laughs> you know, used beat up helmet with a, with a face guard that, you know, maybe is a little loose. So just, yeah. you know, just that kind of stuff. And, re- and the other stuff, you know, it's just, it's comfort for goalies, right? So just right. find something that's comfortable. Make sure you have goalie pants. Don't let your 10-year-old wear regular player pants. Make sure they're having goalie pants because they're much different. They have a lot of different padding. And, uh, you know, just, you know, you want your son or daughter to stay in the net and have success. And we talked about this on, on an episode just recently, right? Uh, just uh, with Mike, just be be aware of the fact that you want to protect them as much as possible. Um, so get the right gear that fits properly. That's all. A goalie friend, um, mom, uh, took her son's pads that had little rips and tears in them to a local shoe repair shop. And he did a beautiful job repairing them and right. skates as well. So that's something you might want to seek out too. If you've got a shoe repairman in town. Yeah. And goalies have this really cool, you know, they had this thing called like goalie skins. So you could take like an old pair of pants and buy the skins for them and put your own colors on them and make them look new and make Uh them look nice. And I think it's really, you know, kind of upgrades. And if you're really, does your six and eight and 10 year old really, you know, really know it's the same thing with pads, right? If you have an eight year old, um, you know, they're probably not, you know, beating their pads up unless they, you know, unless they're wearing them in the driveway or something, but they're just, they buy them. You get the kid that bought them new, you use them, you know, get them used. You look yeah. a little meaner anyway. You look like you've been stopping pucks. There's a lot of black marks on them. That's going to look yeah. better. You don't That's want to. You have, a, you have, a, you have yeah. a goalie that comes in and there's no marks. You scuffed on it. I, I, I stay away from the goalies with no marks on their pads. Those yeah. are What's that tell pads. you? What's that tell you? You better be careful with that one. But uh, no, this is all. I played two out. years. So look at this. Not yeah. a mark on Not these Not a pads. mark. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Like when people walk over shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say to somebody of that, but yeah, yeah. look, um, I, I made a commitment a couple episodes ago. We, we had that great interview with Mike Shelley, goaltending coach that we're going to do uh, uh, more content for goalies because uh, he's right. We don't, we don't do enough. In fact, I, I'm, I'm a little ashamed of myself that I wait till the end of the episode to ask that, but we're going to have more uh, goalie content soon for all you goalie parents out there. But well, goalies um, are allowed on the bus too. So they can, they can they, to the bus. Trip. They're driving the bus. I thought, right. No, what's right. that eight year old driving the bus for? Uh, Christy, Christy, you suggested this episode. It was fantastic. Um, I always love, good, I good, love, good. love when you yeah. bring these to the table and, um, and we'd love to hear your tips too, because I'm sure there's a lot that we haven't covered and there's some, probably a lot of new hacks out there. So please share them and we'll pass them along to other parents. That's what we do. Yeah. We share, and we learn. I'll, I'll yep. tell you what, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, no, you're absolutely right. And I'll, I'll share my, my favorite glue gun. 
like with for my, team. For my I'll share my favorite. Oh, team. with his Benelli's bedazzles. Oh man, that went over my head for a second. I was like, said, now, now you're leaning like, in. What? Now you're leaning That's in. That's right. He's a bedazzler. Any of you graphic designers out there want to make him a logo, we'll share that live on our website when you do it. But uh, look, Christy makes a great point. Look, we're averaging over an email a day right now. Uh, yeah. You hit us up at team at ourkidsplayhockey.com. Send us over your tips. We'll, we'll read them on the air. And, and yeah. as we always say, we're trying to make a community here and it is growing fast. You listeners are unbelievable to us. So again, if you have a comment, an episode idea, uh, you just want to talk. We get a lot of just advice asking type emails too. team at our kids play hockey.com is where you email us. Uh, as you know, all of our episodes are available wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, amazing stat. Uh, every single episode we've ever recorded gets listened to at least once pretty much every 30 days, uh, which is insane. You are the best audience in the world and we appreciate it. So uh, again, with that said, for Christy Casciano Burns and Mike Benelli, I'm Lee Elias. This has been Our Kids Play Hockey. Visit us at OurKidsPlayHockey.com. And uh, this is coming out probably mid-September 22. We know your seasons are about to start or have started. So just want to wish you from the three of us, uh, our family tears, nothing but the most wonderful, uh, smile-filled, and eventful hockey season of your lives. All right? So... Christy, Mike, anything else before I go? Yeah, maybe a little more affordable, too. Hopefully, after listening to like this it. episode, like it. hopefully yeah. it won't hit, check your wallet into the boards. <laughs> and, tell, and tell your local pro shop we sent you there, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our kids play hockey sent you there. That's the fun. We're on the show. Everybody, have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful season. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. Make sure to like and subscribe right now if you found value wherever you're listening, whether it's a podcast network, a social media network, or our website, ourkidsplayhockey.com. Also, make sure to check out our children's book, When Hockey Stops, at whenhockeystops.com. It's a book that helps children deal with adversity in the game and in life. We're very proud of it. But thanks so much for listening to this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey, and we'll see you on the next episode.